All right, guys. Uh, so we're we're doing this segment now where we uh, pull one of the fans out and, and we talk to them about whatever topic they want to discuss on the podcast. Uh, today, I got my boy, my friend, uh, Mr. Tehran here to talk to us about fighter pay. Uh, that was I need to hear all this. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll let Mr. Our guest, uh, Tehran, have the floor first and then uh, we'll we'll discuss afterwards. So go ahead, brother. All right, so I just want to start in the beginning. Um, So when you talk about MMA, most people make MMA synonymous with the UFC, which if you is what I refer to as a day one fan, you know that MMA branches way farther than the UFC. So you don't really truly receive the true gravity of what's happening in terms of opportunities available to fighters and what it means for their pay when you start talking about fighter pay. So I'll just start at the beginning. When you look at the UFC, generally speaking, they have approximately 1,400 employees. And to distinguish the difference between an employee and a contractor, an employee is someone who gets paid by the company throughout the year until their employment is terminated. And a fighter's contractor is established for a duration of time, which is why you have fighters who are either scheduled for a specific date meaning that one day is the time in which that contractor is actually employed by the UFC, right? And again, I'm just clarifying this for the argument I want to make. Whenever a fighter is labeled a contractor, it removes the ability for them to receive benefits throughout the remainder of the year from whatever brand, i.e. the UFC, to pay them. And they get to bypass all the Department of Labor laws in terms of what benefits they will be required to pay said employee. By labeling fighters contractors, it basically makes it acceptable for organizations like the UFC to pay them a show pay, whatever that's negotiated, and a win pay, whatever that's negotiated. My biggest thing that I wanted to get at in terms of, you know, Hendo is he was basically talking about you're only worth what you negotiate. Now, I understand that life isn't fair for all people ever. But what I would like to say is that if you are a person pursuing your dream as a fighter and you're offered an opportunity to fight for the UFC, you're never turning that down, regardless of how erroneous or terrible the terms are. Because I disagree. We know we know in the term. In the, in the mind of an 18-year-old person who's only pursued fighting as a career path, they're not really thinking about all the things they're going to need down the line. And I'm speaking broadly and generally, not specifically to individual people, right? So to say that if I offer you 25000 to show and 25000 to win, you're taking that over three fights, four fights, five fights, whatever the terms are, because as you illustrate, illustrated in your last episode, you said that, hey, you're only worth what you negotiate. UFC holds all of the power in the mind of that particular incident and an 18-year-old kid who's been fighting and wants to be in the UFC. He's going to take whatever the terms are the UFC offers. Now, I understand from a business perspective, it's on the individual to negotiate what's in their best interest, but you're never going to negotiate what you need when your emotions are clouding your judgment. Now, my biggest pushback is that you're never going to get someone to decline what they perceive to be their dreams to think clearly and accept less. Because in their minds, the UFC is the best, period. Even though it may not be what's best for them long term. That's where I was starting. So what I'm hearing that so since if you so you're saying that I hear a lot of feedback. So what I, I what I'm hearing that just because that you know you get a a contract with the UFC or whatever it is you got to listen to and you got to sign those uh, those terms. You don't have to sign nothing. You got to take a co- accountability to whatever uh, the situation you're in. And we had this discussion already. The fighters don't have to sign to the UFC. That's just a popular uh, organization. You have Bellator, you got One FC, you got other organizations they can sign to. So no matter what you do, if you sign that contract just because the UFC is popular, you got to own that. 
You know what I mean? Then maybe you might not get money if you're a new fighter and you and you sign a terms with the UFC. You can't expect the amount of money because, like I said before, you don't have any market value to be to uh uh to to uh to negotiate your deal. So yes, you're gonna be in the in the, in the uh in 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 the probably won't make that that much money in the beginning. But throughout time, you market yourself on social media and do other things on the side to increase your value in that marketplace. To make more money in the beginning, yes, yeah, like any other business, like an entry level employee, you're gonna be in a shitty uh, position till you prove yourself or prove your worth. Then once you do that, they're investing to you. So let me ask you this question: Is Brock Lesnar an entry level UFC employee? No, he's not. Why is he not? He had zero fights in MMA. Because Brock Lesnar came from an organization, WWE, he had a lot of value coming out of that because millions of people are watching him. you got to understand something. When Brock Lesnar coming in, when, when Brock Lesnar came to the UFC, he brought other 100 million people to watch to buy pay-per-views. So he had a lot of value coming to the UFC. So now what you're saying, if Jake Paul signs to the UFC, now he's equivalent to the greatest UFC fighter to ever fight. By your logic. Uh, because... Absolutely, because Jake Paul has a lot of value. Okay. He has millions of people watching him. So, like I said, the only thing the UFC cares about is converting sales, converting, uh, uh, putting assets in seats, buying pay-per-views. That's the only thing they care about. Okay. So, yes, so, Jake Paul right now has a lot of value. So, if he's to go to the UFC, they have to pay. They can't pay Jake Paul twenty thousand to fight. Right. Okay. I'm glad you said that because the point I was trying to illustrate is that as a day one, which I know both of you are, you understand that. They're MMA purists, which is what I'll term it if you've been watching MMA from, say, the Pride days, not to go too deep in the subject. But if you're talking about money and value and what you're worth, you understand as a business owner that you're never going to offer someone what the market actually dictates. You're always going to offer them less to begin with and negotiate from that point. So with that being said, and again, I agree with you. If someone accepts terrible terms, that's fine. But you can't then later, when they voice a concern about the terms, hold them accountable for you taking advantage of what it is that you knew they would accept, right? So you can't be the how, how villain and the hero. You just story. said that. Can I, can I, let, me, let, me, let me say something. Real you quick. just said right. that. Hold on. Huh? Let me say something real quick. This is a very similar situation to what happened to Dave Chappelle, right? No. Do you remember? It is. It's not. It is. It is. Here's no. why. It, Courtney, hold on. Well, yeah, go ahead. It is because of this. Dave Chappelle is the exact same scenario that you just labeled. He was young. He needed money, and he signed a contract that they knew he would sign because he was dead broke. Hold on. He was dead broke. He needed the money. He signed the contract. He did his show. He did whatever. When the show was over, he realized that in the contract it said he has zero rights to his name and the and the name of the show and what happened on the show. After the fact, once he got you know some more experience in the industry and he understood what was going on, he went and he said, "Hey, this is my name, my likeness. I would like to have the royalties back for my show. I would like to be paid for for." all the money that you've made off of me and not given to me. Hold on, hold on. And what did they do? They gave him what he was worth. They gave him some back pay for what it was. Now, everybody's not going to be the same. And I'm right. not saying that. You're talking about Dave Chappelle. What I'm, the point I'm making is this. He came back and tried to rectify a wrong that was done. They, oh my knew God. That it, they also it's knew wrong, the exploitative bro. contract, and they fixed it. No, it's not wrong because it's, it's a different situation. No, it's not that it's wrong. It's an it's, exploitable, it's exploitable no, contract. No, you got to understand one thing. You got to understand one thing. If you sign a contract, you you are that's your responsibility. If you don't know business, that's your responsibility I'm to learn. I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm I'm case, hold, on, learn, hold on, hold on, hold on. So... What you're saying is, if I sign a, if if I'm a businessman, and 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 I write I write terms like uh, uh, Francis Nugano, mm -hmm. he he learned that that contract wasn't right. Mm -hmm. He learned from that situation. Mm -hmm. going forward, I'm gonna sign a better contract. Mm -hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Okay. So who responsible responsibility is that? Okay, not, I agree with you. It's, in it's this. his responsibility, and that's why he came to correct it. Right. That's but, all I'm saying. But so why are you why not allowed to correct it after the fact? The reason why they correct it, because that's Dave Chappelle. Okay, 
uh, Jorge Masvidal renegotiated his contract right. before he fought. Uh, For sure. Before he fought Nate, he renegotiated his contract before he fought Kamaru Usman. For sure. He, uh, uh, other fighters have renegotiated contracts when they have these big fights. One hundred. But then, guess what? The UFC. You does? know why though? We didn't do that. I know, but guess why? Guess what happens after that fight is over? What's that? The UFC says, "Oh, your old contract is still going." So even though you re-signed a new contract for this fight and this is your new money, you signed this old contract too, so we got to go back on that. No. And that's not right. Usually what is, I don't know about that. That usually, always happens. But usually what it is, they're, they're, they're signing a contract for a, a, a certain amount of fights. Correct. That's how it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like even like what we were talking about with uh, uh, Sean, Sean Malik, O'Malley. Yes. That's, he signed a contract for a certain amount of fights. Mm -hmm. So no matter what he gets, mm -hmm. how many, whatever fight he fights, he, he gets that same amount of money. Right. That's business. He signed that contract. Mm -hmm. So you got to own You got to own up to that contract. Okay. okay but look what he's doing so, in the back. And he's mm -hmm. like, okay, then no matter who I fight, this is what I'm going to get. I'm going to fight to middle cans. I'm going to you know, I know I can beat all these people up my value. Also my value is high. They have to pay me more. Mm -hmm. That's business, my, bro. No matter what you go, no matter what you do, you sign a contract. But, you got uh, uh, you got to live up to that contract. I, but my I sign argument a contract is with Monster Energy. I signed a contract. I can't negotiate my contract anymore because I signed a contract for a certain amount of but years. The but the difference with with a Monster contract versus a UFC, I'm a subcontractor. The difference is you are you are, in in the in the in the situation of you having a Monster contract. You were contracted to do a certain thing. And there's nothing outside of that that changes your value besides you working for them. If you're an MMA fighter, your value changes based on what's happening in the fights. Okay. So if your value changes because you just start three people, and your and your career is, or your um your pay is still showing your pay that you were getting when you were fighting people that were outside of the top fifteen, and you're a top ten fighter, you should renegotiate. It, it be either way you take it, it'll be the same. What if I was an employee? I signed. Uh, if I was on UFC and I signed you to a, a four fight deal, mm -hmm. and and uh, uh, you lose all your fights, mm -hmm. I still gotta pay you twenty thousand. Sure. So it so it's, here's is it can go either way. Go ahead, Toronto guys. I'm gonna say go ahead. So the only thing I want to illustrate is what you you guys are overlooking is the nuance that's involved in the contract structure. When you say four fights, that's normally. And, and again, this is generally speaking because I'm not looking at their contracts and I'm not their lawyer and I'm going to go ahead and make it a caveat. I'm not a lawyer. But what I do understand is there is explicit language that states what you need to do for, to fulfill any contract you sign legally. Right. So take John Jones, for example, his contract was signed at light heavyweight. The moment he goes up to heavyweight, he's no longer in the same weight class that he signed with. Therefore, the light heavyweight contract should be honored. But the moment he becomes a heavyweight, there should be a new deal. So what the UFC is doing, and, and again, I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that capitalism should not occur. Capitalism exists. I support it. But what I'm talking about is the moral responsibility of organizations that gets completely removed whenever the organization like the UFC says, hey, well, we got this contract for this. But then when the fighter says, okay, we can do that, but we're doing something outside of the scope of that original contract. Now we need to renegotiate. And the organization says this, well, we're not gonna. So you could either take it or leave it. And in that sense, then the public backlashes against the fighter, which we all know as fans, ultimately reduces the value. And in most cases, how we perceive said fighter. Like I'm just looking at it as a fan. I'm never gonna sit here and say, that any organization should throw away any contract they have that they've negotiated that's now beneficial for them. Because if we're being honest, WME is using the UFC as a subsidiary to pay off other debts that went terrible and other subsidiaries. But nobody talks about that because we're fixated on what we love, which is MMA, right? But if you look at, for example, I don't want to go too far back because I want to stay kind of current. But if you look at what, since everything's opened back up in some places with the pandemic, if you look at what the live gate is now generating, it's more than what like UFC 200 is generating, right? And then if you look at the Adesanya fight, I think it had like 57,000 people. That's enough money to generally pay all of their employees 50K for three years. And that's just in the gate. And, and they're not obligated to do any of these things. Like, like you said, Court, like 
as a business, you're focused on your bottom line. And that's generating profit for everybody, including your shareholders. But to sit here and make an argument that you can't pay fighters what they're worth because it's going to cost your bottom line, it's really an insult to everybody involved in the process. And that's the I only disagree. argument I'm making. So why do you have get you, the green? Have you owned a business you, before? I have. But so, I just so want to understand, you, you, like, you're not obligated. I'm not arguing that you're obligated to do these things. My argument is that you're saying you cannot, meaning it's impossible for you to do this. And I would just like to hear why so, it's impossible for you to do this. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. But I feel like as a business, uh, if, you, if we're talking about the UFC, and let's say if Dana White per, per se, have you heard the story of what he had, what they've been through? Yeah, to, but to even get Dana White going? Is, do you un, yeah, do you understand like, no what longer. their expenses are, what they have to deal with, what uh, uh, what I have the it numbers all entails for to put on the fight, costs. all the behind the yeah. scenes stuff, the taxes they got to pay, the the shareholders they got to pay, the business expenses, whatever yep. they make, I feel like they deserve, bro. I feel like they okay, deserve whatever so they make. And yes, they could probably pay their like they can pay their their uh every athlete hundred thousand dollars. But no, bro, business is so hard. You got so much liability. If you if, if I'm gonna pay the fighters everything, uh uh all my, my my profit, then guess what? I want you to be uh just in case if something goes wrong, I want you to pay my taxes. If 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 business go under, I want you to pay my, my investors as well. The UFC, the owners of the UFC has way more um liability than than a fighter has so whatever they make they deserve bro they deserve that okay so, yes, they can pay them so, fighters a million dollars a piece if they really want to but what no no no, no i'm not gonna that does that any, corp a million any big corporation is gonna be the same way no matter what corporation you go to a million dollars is absurd i would never pay anybody a million dollars period unless they are responsible for at least generating a million dollars of profit but what i'm saying to you is i've looked at what the ufc generated pre WME acquisition and post WME acquisition. And what I'm saying is, and again, this is just a fan. I ain't put my life on the line. I ain't going to get knocked out for 50K. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make that sitting at home all day. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying at the end of the day, to make the argument, you cannot do it because it goes against the interest of capitalism of your bottom line is asinine because it's not true. So when you look at what the WME has generated just since post-COVID's reopen they're already breaking records and again as a business owner dana white's no longer the end-all be-all to the ufc it's wme and those corporate shareholders and what it is that they're seeking the only argument i've made is some of the things that these fighters are having to endure no longer make sense for example one if you're a contractor you yourself you have the even though you've signed a deal with Monster Energy, you still have the ability to use whatever your business is to promote whatever you'd like outside of Monster. Monster's just within the energy spectrum. That's their business. If you decide to go and promote Reebok, a clothing brand, or FUBU, a clothing brand, you still have that option because that's what you do as a business. But if you're looking at an MMA fighter, the only product they produce is what they do inside the octagon, and that limits it. And also what the UFC did as an organization, because acting as a corporate energy entity, they get to act as a person. They are now solely beneficiaries from the Reebok deal, which eliminates any other real apparel brand marketing with any fighter, which we know as, again, purist fans was a massive part of the offset for the fighter cost back then i was like okay well they could do whatever but now since you're basically shrinking the avenues in which fighters could generate revenue it's very difficult for me to argue that hey the fighters should just agree to whatever contract they agreed to because the more the ufc grows they're going to limit opportunities for fighters to just what they negotiate because again as a corporate entity they get all the protections that an individual person gets so that means like with mark hunt if they get sued they get all the protections of a person regardless of who operated that entity so so question, when i look at one the question UFC, I have i'm you. sorry go ahead go ahead I got one question for you is the ufc the only option as a fighter can take to, to fight it is not okay so if there if it's if it's not the only option 
if they can go to Bellator or another organization and make triple the amount of money or double the amount of money than the than the uh uh they're making in the UFC, then what is the problem? Okay, so I'll say this. I don't know if SUNY, hopefully, I'm going to say this, and please forgive me if this offends you, but I've had many conversations with SUNY about why I never want him to go to the UFC. And it's because of this very conversation. It's because all of the other fighting organizations offer more in potential revenue gain. Now, obviously, SUNY's a fighter, and he wants to fight the best. And the perception, and I'm not saying that it is reality, but the perception by all of us fans is that the best is in the UFC, which, again, is not true. Because if we really look back, most of the UFC now is former strike force and WEC fighters, if we're being honest. But then I've always pushed him to go away from the UFC because of the shortcomings of the UFC in terms of developing and growing fighters, period. Like if you're a UFC fighter and you're 0-0 and you go out and lose, one more fight, you're out of there. They're not going to try to grow you and give you another chance and help you generate any revenue for yourself. Now, I get you're right. You're absolutely right when you say, as a business, it's your responsibility to get what you're worth. The only argument I have is you as a businessman, and I, I really believe that you would never take advantage to the degree that the UFC has taken advantage of people. And it's like, you know that these people are going to need health care for a minimum of three years after that fight. Because if you watch wars, even in that Jared Cannonier and that Kevin Gaslam fight, it didn't look like a, a knockout drag out war, but I'm looking at some of these strikes as landing and they're going to have far reaching effects that are going to come long down the line. And I can't really get into it because I'm not a, a certified licensed therapist or medical professional, but I've been in the face a couple of times and I know once you get days, you ain't good the next day. That's all I'm going to say. But my <laughs> whole point a, is that as an independent business person, as an independent, independent business person or some subcontractor like me, as I don't have uh, uh, nobody giving me anything, I had to go get my own um, uh, retirement, and I, I had to do all my own uh, uh, health care and everything. And that's one. That's my argument. These people I agree. start learning and, business and business skills. And, I'm not, and that way, when I'm you not, start learning that, then you understand what the UFC is doing. Then it'll make you a better fighter. You'll be in a better position. Then you won't be in the position that you, the position that you're in right now. Only, I only thing I would say, bro, no matter what you do, if you sign that contract, that you got to take a responsibility of, 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 of what you you signing. You have options. You don't have to go in the UFC. And if you if you sign a shitty but, contract, but guess what? You got million people looking at you. Take that uh, okay. uh, attention, up your value, find the UFC, up your value, learn how to market yourself on social media. That way you, your, your value is higher. And if you don't want to find the UFC, you can go to somewhere else and make more money. So no matter what you All do, right, you still final, You know what I mean? And if you don't want to go to the UFC, if you're looking for more of the money, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Bellator or 1FC if I'm going for straight, straight money because you're gonna I'm going to get paid more. That's the only thing I'm going to do. And I'm going to market myself. And then uh, once I market myself, uh, and if I'm have a winning record, I'm gonna go to the UFC and make more money. So no matter what you so, do in life, you gotta be a 100% accountable for, it and you just gotta figure it out. You okay, but I mean? here's my just final you don't pushback: know any business skills or or business knowledge. That's not the UFC's fault. That's your fault. Uh, and if you don't know, it, you gotta is, find somebody my, to put in your corner to help you out. That's the only thing. This is this is my final pushback, and and I'll concede the argument to you, even saying that you're right even though I disagree, but I'll concede it to you. This is my final argument. When I actually look, and even you as a businessman, if you were the sole operator in your local county for anything that can possibly be done in terms of production, right? If that's just you, you, you're the sole person in your region. You're not the only one. Like you can travel 1,500 miles and get the same services you provide, even at a discounted rate. But that person in your local geographical location must have access to reach that location, right? They don't have those resources, so they're forced to accept whatever terms that you offer. And I get you're saying that you're not forcing them to, like you're not putting a gun to their head and making them. But at the end of the day, the realities of the world are, as you just stated, nobody's making these guys sign these terrible UFC deals. They can go build up their market share. They can go and create more buzz. They can pull a Jake Paul or whatever. I understand what you're saying. 
the only thing I'm saying is morally, when the UFC's argument for why they're not taking better care of, of fighters is that we don't have the money, that's where you lose me. And I'm not saying you're no. wrong. And like I said, I'll even concede the argument. I'm just saying that you as a moral business person, you're never going to exploit your employees to the degree to where they're one check away from living on the street as a homeless bum. And they just was your headliner on the US. One more question. One more question. One more question. One more question. Best Buy. Best Buy is a billion dollar corporation or million, hundred million dollar corporation, right? Mm-hmm. Why are they paying their their uh their customers or not customers, their employees minimum wage? Because their employees accept it. <laughs> Did you just hear what you just said? <laughs> but I'm not, well, look, look, I'm not listen, I just said just I would said, concede the on. argument but you're, but you're, to you. But, but this is not what you say about Best Buy. No, I guarantee you no points. Listen, listen, listen. So uh the point that I want to add to what he just said is no. This 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 this, this keep, talk about what he just said. No, I know. I'm adding a point to this. Okay, all right. So what I'm saying, what I would like to say is this: when you think about, you know, you've made the statement before. Oh, it's just business. You know, these. It, you know, you got to do business like things. That doesn't. That doesn't not give you the ability to then act like an asshole and treat people like shit. Wait, because. Just because it's, you say it's just business, but this so-called business also affects my life, also affects your life, and it's going to affect our relationship, uh, working and personal. So it's not, it's never just business, and people should stop saying that. It's not just business. Because you're going to, because yes, it is it's just not. business. Because when I'm talking business, are no, all no, our lives. Yeah, no, you're wrong. Included. You're wrong. Because when I'm talking business with anybody, wow. I'm talking business. If we're doing business, it has nothing to do with. And if with you do me personal. dirty in, in business, you think we're gonna be friends after that? Well, shit, we're negotiating. How am I gonna do you dirty? But what, okay, how the UFC is doing people dirty now? That's the point I'm making. You're not, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. The, you don't have to go to the UFC if you're worrying about money, bro. And the point that he's making is this: if the UFC is the biggest promotion around. They've pretty much monopolized this whole MMA thing. No, they're not. Hold on. Bro, what, you Hold hear what on. you're saying? You can go to another promotion, make more money you make in the UFC. Hold on. And, and, and at the end of the day, when you go to these organizations and you fight, whether it's the UFC or whoever else, why is it that people go to Bellator? It's the one thing that everybody says when they go to Bellator. They're getting they paid. Me, and then what? And, they, and I get treated and better. they treat them well. Hold on, wait. But if you've never experienced anything in related to that business, you may be thinking, oh, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That's this not is a true. one-off thing. That's not true, Donna. Not uh, everybody has the same connections bro, we have to have those conversations. My not, guy, did ahead. you hear what you just said? Go ahead. What did everybody say about Bellator? But but not everybody, everybody has say about Bellator. You we, just said that. But we know that because we know these people. Not everybody has the ability to have these guys that are in the Bellator, in the UFC, in 1FC, <laughs> To have those conversations to say yes they do no they don't they have managers the managers knows what's going Not on everybody has a manager Courtney. But if they don't know about it girl we bro I'm, most of the people who are going in there and they know what's up i'm gonna retire for and i know that how but you are how so let me ask you this you know all the fighters <laughs> courtney you've had these conversations with people like me and with most, people like michael chandler you've had these conversations so you're trying to tell me most fighters who's coming in in this organization they don't talk to any anybody else not everybody has the opportunity to have those conversations courtney up yes, until i up until i moved here i didn't have those conversations you're going to the ufc if you're that good the going to ufc you will know you would know that okay, UFC you is would not getting so, there. But that's not always the case. That, most, I not probably not everybody, but most people will know. Like I said, I'm a photographer. Before I even knew, it, I I heard about this. People are talking about it. Everybody knows that. If you're in this, and that's like you know, if you're in this industry, you don't know that. That's like living up on a rock. It's not. It's not about what you hear, Courtney. It's about what you know. And what I'm telling you is, if no one has that firsthand experience of somebody saying yeah. that to them, that's in the military, in the UFC, saying this is my experience. Like now, it's obviously more in the news. I'm talking about when I was coming up, right, right. And and a lot of these guys that may be young and coming up now, and all they see is like to his point is, oh, the UFC is the premier thing. This is the number one organization. That's where I should go. They're not thinking about fighter pay. They're thinking about how the UFC has marketed all these other fighters. They just think I'm gonna make the money regardless. Then why are you complaining about money then? 
who's you? So I'm let me. Can I, about, can we, I try to make real quick? Figure it out. You eventually. gonna get what you gonna. That's and that's what you 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 hit it on the head right there. And they they want to be and they want to be in the UFC because it's a popular organization to be on. They don't care about fighter pay. Okay, cool. You go in that position and and you don't care about fighter pay. Then you start fighting. Then you start care care about fighter pay. Who fault is that? It's a lot of people's fault. That's not nobody's fault, but yours. That's nobody's fault in, in the situation, but yours. Right, because you went in, and, and you <laughs> yeah, got to take the of accountability for it. If I, I, if I, I don't care about fighter make... pay and I sign a contract, then I get in there and start fighting. Then I start. Then I care about fighter pay. That's my fault. I signed the contract. Okay, so they let um, let me nobody just ask you this: I want him to say what he's gonna say. First. Go ahead. I'm gonna say this, and then I'm done. So, so I mean, I got so one more thing. You know how I feel. But Courtney, let's say you got an eighteen-year-old son, right? This is your eighteen-year-old son. Yeah. He's three and zero in amateur fighting. He's undefeated. Everybody believes in him and everything. The UFC offer him a ten-ten deal, five-fight deal, and he's like, "Dad, I'm about to sign with the UFC." What are you going to tell him? It depends on the situation. I'll tell him one thing. I just you gave you the, the situation, UFC, but you see. Uh, I'm, I'll explain to you what what I think he's we should three, do. He's a three. He he's sign a that champion in amateur. Sign the uh, contract. If he's that good, if he if he's that good, go into the UFC because the UFC is going to give you a million views uh, uh, per fight, whatever it's going to be, whatever it's going to be. You'll get more uh, attention on you. Use that uh, uh, attention to generate different revenue streams outside the UFC. Learn business. You know, once you get in, get your foot in the door. Get you, uh, 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 build your value up, and once you, once you it's time to go ne negotiate your contract, negotiate your negotiate your contract to something else. Get a, get bigger money. But if you don't want, okay. if you gonna uh, uh, if you want money, then go to Bellator. Bellator gonna pay you more. So, that's it's easy okay. as that, bro. It's not even hard. But if I'm looking to make thing money, I, was trying to I don't get... care about the fame. I'm gonna go to Bellator and make a lot more money. If I want to make the only uh, argument I, I was famous, trying to get you to see into that uh, situation, the UFC is not gonna pay me that much. So I'm I'm gonna accept this the, the situation. I'm gonna be just like Sean O'Malley. I'll be the same way as Sean O'Malley. I think he's playing this thing to the T. That's what I would do. So, so the only point, the only thing I was trying to get you to see at the end of this is that the UFC doesn't truly negotiate in good faith. But you refuse you know to that? acknowledge that. Come on, Courtney. Like you, you know, refuse you know to acknowledge that they don't faith. negotiate it's a in business. good faith. And that's the only so thing that, that I was that you, trying to that get. That you to. lose morals and you lowball everybody. My God. Pay people what the fuck they're worth. Name me one business. They'd be like, all right, I want to give you a lot of money just because uh, uh, we're in business together. Every fucking Fortune 500 company, no. Apple, Google, every fucking company, bro, they pay people. Why? Because you're the best at what you do. Bro, Those every 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 organization like that has minimum wage employees. No, they don't. Apple does not have any minimum wage employees. Google does not have bro, any minimum wage employees. you Google Apple, they pay them 15 bucks bro, an let hour. Me, let me tell you something right now. The job that I work at right now, right now, is a is a is a high level company. Not a single person in that goddamn company makes minimum wage. If Why? Because it's an artificial intelligence company. They understand that the, the people that come here, what whether you're you in paid? marketing, what whether you you're paid? In, what's that? What what do you do? I'm a, a video producer and a graphic designer. Okay, so uh -huh. that's a skill set. Correct. So you coming in with value? Correct. They can use you for value. If you call it, if you have an Apple why? employee, why? Apple They're employee? hiring me. Why? Because I am one of the because best. Because you at have a skill set. Okay. There you go. Courtney, you're proving my point. If the UFC signs me for being one of the best in the world, where the fuck is my money? Okay. It's then. that simple. Okay. Now you hear what you're saying. Now what? <laughs> it's that simple. No, it's not. Because what value, what, uh, what, what, uh, business the structure? The value is my skills. Well, let me talk. You just said it. Let me talk. Oh, what business Lord, structure? Jesus. What business structure do the UFC have? That's the problem. Ask me, ask the, that is, ask the question. Is that not the ask problem? Ask the question. That answer is the, the question. problem. I don't know. Question. I don't care the what business the business structure is. I'm going to tell you you're what the business structure is. You're telling everybody that you're the... Okay. Listen to what I'm going to tell you what the business structure is. Go ahead. You got to put asses in seats. And also, you got to help you sell pay-per-view pay buys. If you can't okay. do that, I'm going to pay you a lot of money, but nobody knows who you are, Sunny. Let me ask you one Answer the question. I'm, I'm going to answer the question. How can I pay you a lot of money if nobody knows who you are? Who, what, what tickets are you going to sell? And guess what, Courtney? What do they do? Answer the Hold question. On. What do they do? What tickets are you going to sell? The tickets they're going to sell Who's is based on, based on what, Courtney? 
You want to market, right? The same problem we were talking about with Bellator. So if you want me to make, you want me to sell tickets, and I'm the best fighter, and I'm answer knocking the, everybody out. Promote. You're not the, the same best fighter. Way, the same. Demetrius Johnson's not the best fighter. That's different. We're they didn't about promote him. Fighters. The point I'm making is they did not promote him. They will promote him, but when he's time to fight, he's a fucking champion, bro. He, he has twelve <laughs> fights, win streak, suplexing motherfuckers and armbar him at the same time, and they didn't pay him. No, because Ben Askren got more money than the, him. What the are you reason talking why, about? The reason why they didn't pay Demetrius Johnson because he didn't sell any tickets. Oh lord, it's the truth. It's because they didn't market him. He, bro, they did market him. He was the highlighter of the of the show. Did you're they, trying to tell me. You're trying to tell me they didn't put on, on the. Uh, he, oh if he's the headliner of a show and they didn't market the headliner <laughs> of the show to sell tickets. Courtney, you, Teron, you have something to say. Are you I trying to kid? Are you kidding yeah, me? The, the only thing I was gonna say is that it kind of flies in the face of Courtney's point, and he doesn't want to acknowledge it. It's that Demetrius Johnson's market value or market. Market share was higher than any other featherweight fighter in the world, and they still refuse to pay him, which goes to my point that they don't ever really truly negotiate with a fighter in good faith, because if they did, they would have clauses that say, hey, after three fights, we'll renegotiate, which is why Anderson Silva in the UFC had problems, because once he became the champion and was winning so many fights, they didn't want to really renegotiate, but they had no choice because he was one, like you said, he dominated the market share and there was no one else near him. He was considered the greatest ever exactly. at that point. So it forced their hand, but they never truly negotiated with Anderson in good faith. And that's kind of the argument that I'm that? making with the UFC because every other MMA promotion negotiates with fighters in good faith. How do you know that? Are you, are you, are you speaking from- How do I know that? Because all of it's public, all of it's public knowledge. It's available, you could go and look. Wait. It's like, really simple. Courtney, Courtney, have you ever heard a Bellator fighter complain about pay? Have you ever heard a Bellator? Wait, wait, wait. Have you ever heard a Bellator fighter complain about pay? And have you ever heard them complain about their contract? Yes or no? The answer is no. Have you ever heard a UFC fighter complain about their contract or pay? Fuck yeah. Do you have to fight for the UFC, Sunni? You do not. But the All right, point then. I'm trying so to if make you don't is, like the, if you don't like your telling, employer, do you mean you have to stay there? Bro. If I dedicate my life to football and the NFL offers me a half a million dollars to come play for them, the, the difference is what? When I get to the NFL, I have a union that's going to that's gonna adjust themselves and say, okay, this is his value based on his accolades and his skills. No, bro. Oh, Lord. You're talking about two different businesses. Well, the analogy moves. that I was going to make with UFC's, football uh, and the uh, UFC The NFL is a league that comes If you take the college game uh, uh, and you compare. That's, that's made of different uh, uh, teams. You're talking about a standalone business. It's an LLC. Okay. Well, well here's what that's I was going to make. Type of business. We can talk about one team. If you want to do it that way. Go one ahead. Team. Talk about one team. It applies the same. It does one not. Team it does not. Because the wild. business structure is still Ron, you know different. more about, about football than I do. So, Well, what I was trying to, that was the analogy I was going to use, um, but before um, I um, used the analogy, I had to go ahead. Talk. Teron, go ahead. Who, no, who I, I was just, no, I wasn't going to do this because I had conceded the argument to Courtney because I see he's dug in and he's just going to die on his heel. So I, I didn't want to really keep he's, going. But what? the whole he's argument I was going to make <laughs> was college football. I'm not, man. It's a different opinion. I understand business, bro. And I concede you know more than me. But what I was going to say is that if you look at how the, Uf the UFC use other organizations to feed them, you would have to use college football, how it feeds the NFL. As, at, as they've looked and the laws have changed in college football, they now have an NIL agreement, which basically says college players can receive proceeds for their name, image, and likenesses, right? The yeah, UFC fighters can. Different. The UFC receives those proceeds for every UFC game I've ever played, the UFC got paid for that. Not one fighter received any purchase for any fighter card I bought on EA Access. Not one of them. The UFC received those funds. Even though it was the name, image, and likeness of said fighter who should have received some portion or residual for that because it was based on them. Mm -hmm. The way that they throw a head kick, the way that they throw a straight, the way that they throw a hook, all of those mechanisms that were used in the UFC game to create that game should have been basically paid to that fighter, but it wasn't. It was paid to the organization of, called the UFC. Now, when a UFC fighter signs their contract, they don't read all of the details in that so that they don't get that. But if you're a fighter trying to get it into the UFC and receive all of that, 
You're not going down that hill. You're going to be like, I'm, I'm about to go to the UFC. Right. I want to go fight for the greatest organization. I'm going to be the UFC champion. I don't give a shit about being in the video game. But then when you get in the but game and you that? can fight for the UFC for 10 fights and you see the damn, I just missed like $20 million from this EA game, it changes your mind. That's all I'm saying. Bro. And like today, I'm sorry, go ahead. Here's the thing, Courtney, and I just want to say this, and I, I want to say this. If you decide that you don't want that in your contract and you would like to be, you would like that to be removed, you no longer fight for the UFC. Go to Bellator. Hold on. UFC. Courtney, wait. But this is the point that he's trying to make. So wait. There is no fair negotiation. It's either you do what we say or you don't fight here. You give what you take what we give you. There is no negotiation. We tell you how much you're worth, and that's it. That's all he's trying to say. And he's saying that's all I'm saying. Let it be fair to That is all I'm saying. What you like are you're making an worth. argument in fairness, Courtney. Fair. And, you know and all that, I'm saying that, is the UFC is not negotiating in fairness. They're not negotiating in good faith. Your market value could be whatever. But if the UFC say no, it's a no. I disagree. I don't. I know fighters personally that I know that are cool with their contracts. Then negotiate okay, the so world. so this Jorge Masvidal I know interview, right? Personally, he just yeah, talked I mean, about how he tried to renegotiate his contract and what they cool. told him. I know him. a lot of fighters. I know a lot of fighters that negotiated they're, they, they, they're happy with their contract and they negotiate right. Well, I know but you're changing, you're moving the goalposts. You're changing the argument. The best in the world right now are happy with their contract, not complaining about their contract. But you're changing the what argument, you Courtney, that? because all I'm saying is that you're changing the argument because Jorge Masvidal told the UFC he'll fight for free. He just wanted a pay-per-view percentage. You know what they told him? No. That means nope. They didn't have to pay him to show. They didn't have to pay him to win. He was just going to show up and fight for his percentage of the pay-per-view buys. You know what they told him? No. That's that's negotiating in bad faith, Courtney. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that when an organization holds the type of leverage that the UFC has and they refuse to negotiate with you in good faith, your market value could be through the roof. But they're Bro, still not going to give you every- what you're worth. Every top corporation that I, big corporation I work for, it was the same way. Okay, Monster, I, I can see this no, argument. Monster, I can negotiate like what I'm I, yelling I, I, at the I wall. Did. That's a different. That's a different business model for you, though. But I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you, as an organization, as these big organizations, they're like that. That's how it's gonna be, bro. That's why my own business owner. That's why. That's why I have my own business now. Mm. Because every or every, bro. I I've been in, I've been in the the medical field. I work for Monster Energy, all that. Those big corporations are like that, bro. I'm used to this. This is nothing new for me. This sounds crazy what you guys are talking about because you guys probably haven't been in this situation. I'm telling you right now, every big corporation is the same. They're going to have minimum wage employees, and you you, you got to earn your worth as you go up. The, I mean, I, I I get it as a small business. I'm only making 20% of whatever I, I, I gross. So if whatever I gross, I'm making 20% of. I'm getting paid. I'm I just getting, feel like I'm getting taxed 30% of whatever I make. I bust my I ass. feel like we should I, have a conversation. I all my money into this business. Nobody did anything for me. So I want to have a conversation. All my, money, all my savings to this business. I'm getting taxed 30%, only grossing 20%. Most of my money goes back to uh to to, to marketing, the supplies in the company, uh um uh, uh my employees or whatever it is. Bro, only 20% goes to me. So I there's have, some things I want to say that under, I can't say on this nothing. podcast. On, I have I all hear, the liability. I, hold, on, I, hold on, hold on. I have all the liability. So you're trying to tell me I gotta pay all my employees a hundred thousand dollars? You don't. If you don't bring nothing to this this, this business, you don't have any skill set. No button. You, you don't put no asses in seats. If you're not selling any pay per view buys, I gotta give you fucking a hundred grand or whatever you guys asking for. No, you don't do nothing for my company. You have no value. But since you have no value, I can't pay you premium. You're going to get minimum wage money until you increase your value. That's any company. That's business one-on-one. You, your, your, your pay is determined by marketplace value and what you negotiate. That's any business, guys. Yeah, it's probably unfair to some people, but the more value you have, the more leverage you will get. That's any business. It's not. It's just, this is nothing new, bro. I don't. I can't argue what you're saying because you're arguing from a position that it sounds logically, but in practice, never occurs. 
and I want to say some things that I can't say on this podcast, but maybe at some point we'll have that conversation. But the thing that I'm saying is if what you've just stated was true, then if the rankings would matter, like you guys have had a conversation about the UFC rankings not matter. And if what you just said, if that was true, if your market value mattered, then fighters will be getting paid what their market share states they should. And you've had conversations where you've illustrated that not to be true. So just by with your own logic, what you just stated is not true. From your personal experience, that's different. And like, I don't want to get into the details of that because each state has their own laws. And, you know, it's very different when you're running a business and based on what business you're in, that's really specific. But for the general conversation of MMA fighter pay, I'm going to concede the argument to you and just say, fighters don't get paid their market share. They just don't. And the UFC does not negotiate in good faith. And that's where I'm going to end my argument on that. You can have it if you want it, but I just disagree. I can tell you why. This is the last thing I'll say. I can tell you why they don't get there. Why that statement is true that they don't get the market share. Uh, because I mentioned this to you, was it the last one or the, or the podcast before when I said how is Sean O'Malley making more money than Wonderboy? Wonderboy's ranked, I think, number two or number number two or number three in the welterweight division. Sean O'Malley is, I don't even know if he's in the top 15. I think he is in the top 15 now. Sure. So Sean O'Malley is in the top 15 or just outside of the top 15 for Bantamweight, making more money than someone who's ranked number three in the world for their weight class. That alone should tell you that the market share is not fair. No. It's not correct. Okay. So, okay. so every last one of these fighters have to, uh, to negotiate their contract. So you know a lot of top fighters. You trying to tell me all those top fighters don't get paid? What, the, what they're worth? Fi- what they're worth? Yes. Probably not. No. Bro. You so the people you know, all those fighters that you know, those mm-hmm. top fighters that you know, there are none of them getting paid their worth, their money, their worth. There's only one person I know that was getting paid worth as much as they know, uh, as much as they're worth recently. Uh, why? Why do you think his manager and he renegotiated his contract? Oh, whoa, what the? But fuck? also, oh, really? But, but also, are you serious? But also, oh, do, do Courtney, you mean do do you mean they had to negotiate their terms? You, but also, Courtney. So so does that mean something? You want to let me? Bro, finish? you just answered the freaking you, question. I did not finish talking. Now, if you let me finish talking, he renegotiated <laughs> the contract because it ended, and he's fighting for a title. That's the reason why his pay went up, <laughs> not because he renegotiated <laughs> and he's still some bum. In the, in, so, the, in the division, you know so what I'm saying? So since he's fighting for a title, what does that mean? What do you mean, what does that mean? So he's fighting for a title. What does that mean since he's fighting for a title? You tell me what it means. That means his market value is high. He's fought for a title before, and they did not renegotiate his contract. Because his terms might be different. He like to say he might be on a four-fight uh, 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 contract. And when his when his contract is over, his market value is higher. So since his market value is higher, he has to negotiate that because his contract's over. I'm just and he's fighting for this. a title. He's gonna oh, make more on. money. All I'm gonna say is Bro, this. Oh come on! All Who are you guys are talking this. to? Who are you guys talking to? All I'm gonna say is this, Courtney. <laughs> Let's the go. Last, the last hey, piece, when, when Courtney talk. talks, y'all need to start listening to me, baby. Brother, I'm listen. trying to tell you listen. this is no matter what Courtney. you do, your market value, your your your, your is it's about what you negotiate. With your market value, that's all I it is, guys. Every statement. every fighter so, has oh has to negotiate the terms. Courtney, let me so finish my okay. point. God damn, I'm, let me. So your <laughs> terms might be different. Your terms be different from oh, my terms because I got negotiated. Courtney, I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me something right now. Yes, sir. How did this man fight for a title? I I can't even go that deep because people are gonna know who I'm talking about, and I'm not trying to put his business out there, but. At the end of the day, you it's hard for me to have this conversation without putting people's business out there. So I can't even say too much. But <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm going to just say what you're saying right now is not correct for this particular situation. I just Disagree. can't talk this person's number. My God. This is, so, this is like business. Is so every, like I said. Business, bro. Like, this is not nothing new. What's up, what's up Teron? So the only thing I'm going to say is, is, I'm going to assume Courtney's business is in California because they got crazy state yes. taxes. Yes. I live in Texas. So guess what your state taxes would be if you were here? 
I don't know. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so then, hey, so does that mean? So does that mean you should move to Texas and run so your you business from do, Texas? So you want to live in California, pay all these state taxes? My personal. I'm just talking about my personal. Well, that's any business, uh, but that, I'm, I'm business. I pay 30% taxes. The UFC. So why don't you move somewhere where you don't have to pay taxes, Courtney? No, the UFC is in Las Vegas. That's why they end up paying, they pay less taxes. Oh, so they making more money. So why they can't pay the fees? they making all that money. I'm not telling you this. You guys, what I'm trying to say is, but you guys got to listen to this. What I'm, what I'm, you got to understand this as a businessman, and I understand, like, when you start something from the ground up, and you bust your ass and you sacrifice everything Man, that you, you have. But let me finish. Don't own that shit no more. Let him finish. Let him finish. Bro, you just cut me off two minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> so Dana White, the owner, but Dana White started this. He invested millions of dollars or found investors. He had a lot of adversity to get this business going. He put a lot. He put. He put a lot of effort and 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 they did a lot to get that business off going. the back of everybody's brain cells. That that fights with him. <laughs> no, bro. That's just you off the back of, bro, a, you think, of thousands you think it's of easy? So you think wait, it's easy so to run the business? It, bro, so we I'm, gonna let Dana White have all the millions and trillions of dollars and not pay the owns, fighters that are, and owns, not pay the fighters the, that are giving their brain somebody, cells away and their bodies away for that. Bro, as as somebody who built the the the, the, the business from the ground up, who who sacrificed he everything, he is no longer the has, owner. He's been bought out. He's not doing anything with the business anymore, so we can't use that argument. Yes, we can because he built the business. He's responsible of building this sport. Okay. He has more liability. He has to That's pay the taxes. Wild. He has to pay the employees. He has to build it. He has to the no, market it. he does not. Hold he doesn't on. do any of that shit. What does he do then? All he does is figure out who's fighting who. So you're trying to tell That's me. That's it. You're trying to and tell he don't me. do that because that he man, got motherfuckers matchmaking for him. See, that's what your problem is, that you don't understand business. You don't understand that. You think that it's that easy that that man just walk around and just, just talk on, nah, on, on Instagram all day? Come on, bro. You bro, think are I, you, I, are you obviously kidding Obviously, I know me? it's not that easy. Do you understand the, what the, the complexity not, of business is, bro? Obviously, I know it's right. not that easy. Oh, bro. I'm not saying that it's that easy, but you don't understand it. You talk from ignorance, bro. what I'm saying to you guys are talking from ignorance. You don't understand nothing about business or building business. You keep saying that the business you run is not the same as the UFC. Exactly. You don't understand it. I do that because I it's the same things on the smaller scale. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, it's Lord. LLC. It's a business. I had to sacrifice. It's not the same. Uh, I'm getting paid. Um, uh, it's a smaller scale, but I hey, have employees. Hey, studio I, I, is not the same as the bro, UFC. Bro, a business is a business. What are you talking about? So, so what does LLC it's mean? A, he has to, it's a, business is business, bro. That's why I know this because I understand business. I just have a business on a smaller scale. He, he. Because I got three employees, he might have a hundred employees. That means that tells so me difference. I have more respect for him because he has a a a, 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 a ten thousand more problems than I have. He has to come through, uh, go go through a lot more adversity than than, than what I had to deal with. That's why I have a lot more respect because I understand what he's going through as a businessman. You got don't because so, you don't understand business. So that means so that what's the you, difference between an LLC and an incorporation? Mm -hmm. You take most of the share, even though hold on, wait a minute. Let me ask you a question. If you had a, if you, and then we can use your business as an example. You're running your business here. And one of the best photographers in the world comes here and says, yo, I set up shop in San Diego. I want to shoot at your studio. Yeah. People are going to come here because he's shooting here. And he says, yo, this is how much I'm charging for, for people to come and shoot here. How much is it are you charging for people to come and shoot here? And then he says, you know what? Or you say to him, you know what? I want this much money because it's my studio. Even though you're the one shooting, I just own this business. But you're shooting, but I'm telling you, I want this much money out of whatever it is that you're generating for me. You think yep. that's fair? Uh, I will say yes because I gotta run the business. I gotta I gotta pay all my bills. I got I gotta I gotta market the business. Okay. I got more I got more liability. Now, I got way more to now, do than you just coming here and shooting. Okay. Now let's say that's the case, and he generates for you more money than you've ever seen for your business. But then you tell him, oh well, this is my business. Even though you're shooting here and you're generating all this money for me, I'm still just gonna pay you this much. Because you don't know what I do on the back. You don't know what I do on the back end. You don't know how much work I put yes. in. So even though I made so twenty million dollars this year, <laughs> and most of that money came from you shooting at my studio, Sunny. I'm only gonna give you three hundred thousand. Sunny, you, you think that's fair? Sunny. So 
If you, you say yes to that, I'm walking away from this I'm mic. A, right I'm, now. A, I'm about to I'm about to blow you out of the water right now. What the hell is a salesman? What do you mean? What is a salesman? At, at a salesman for any company, what do they do? What do you mean? They they market? No, a salesman brings in the sales for the company. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so as a salesman, mm-hmm. as a salesman for any company, let's say let's let's say I'm a salesman for a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. I probably make like a six figures or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know how much money I'm making for that company? Ooh, now wait for it, baby. Hold on, wait hold on, for it. hold Go on. Ahead, finish that thing. How much I money I'm for how much I'm money, ready? How much money I'm making for that company? A lot. How much you think he's making for that company? Who? A salesman for any company, any top salesman. I mean, if they're if they're doing well, they're probably making a decent amount of money for the company. Millions for that company. Millions, right? Okay, you're getting, now wait. You get, hold on, hold on. Go we're ahead. getting a, a, a smidget of what you, you're giving that company. Mm-hmm. That's any corporation. I'm trying to tell you guys. So a salesman, that's his job, to bring in sales for that company. He's giving that, he's making that company millions. He's only probably making 100,000. Okay. Now, millions. Now, Courtney, now wait. Now that's here, less than 10%. Now, here is the difference, and I'm going to let Toronto talk. Here is the difference. Every salesperson who makes a lot of sales and they generate that much money, they get commission. They get bump. Ooh, wait a minute. They get commission for the big sales that they make. They get a percentage of what it is that they what, what oh what it is that they generated. They also get bonuses on top of that. But let's just say we remove the bonus. Wait, let's just say we remove the bonuses, right? <laughs> the commission that they make off of the sales that they've made makes them over $100,000. And not only that, Courtney, guess what? Mm-hmm. Those same motherfuckers that generate that much money, they do that enough, they move up in the company. And they start making more money by default because they because they generated so much money for the company. No, you know why? Because they're employees and not subcontractors. That's number one. And number two. Number two. Number two. That's true. You're not an employee of the company. If you're contracted, you're not employee of the company. Ron, That's now. number one. Bro, I'm going to break it down oh to you. Oh, my God. Bro, I'll break it down to you. I'll break it down to you. If you are, if you're an employee of the company, yes, you can move up a structure. If you're, if you, if you're subcontracted, it's not, you're not an employee of the company. You got to negotiate your terms. That's number one. Number two, if you want to relate that to the UFC, if you want to relate that to the UFC, if you fight, you fight, you get your, you get what you negotiate. If you do uh, a, a fight, a dope ass fight, guess what the UFC gonna do? He's gonna they gonna give you performance of the night bonuses. That's the same thing as, as the bonuses <laughs> as, as getting sales. You perform high, you get a performance of the night bonus. I mean, y'all okay. motherfuckers, who y'all talking to? Let's just say Courtney who wins. Talking to? Like, who soon, are you for talking the sake of moving hey, forward, I know business. Let's just say Courtney wins. Who are you talking to? I know business, Let's say Courtney wins flawless victory. We'll just say that. If you're not learning some of this conversation right now, if you don't learn something in this podcast, I don't know what the hell you listen to. I'm teaching you guys so, a conversation, but you guys want to argue with me. I'm teaching you knowledge, no, baby. Let's no, go. no, 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 no. Oh, what I was going to ask you next, ahead. I was going to say, what's the difference between an LSC and an incorporation? But after listening I, to I SUNY Explanation, and he basically just illustrated a photographer coming in and making you 300% times what you was generating before he came there, and you said it was cool to just <laughs> demand what you wanted, no Bro, argument I make man. is changing your mind. Episode over. Bro. No argument I'm making changing your mind. No more, because we, we just <laughs> like, laid it so, out for you, and you still standing on this hill. What am I? Because you guys, so, bro, I'm talking. You guys are talking from an employee standpoint. I'm talking from a business. I man. just talked from a business standpoint. I just give you. I just broke it down to you. <laughs> I just broke it down. To okay. You. See, you guys don't so want to listen. Here's what I want to ask y'all. Let me ask y'all you an MMA fighter fan question. As a salesman, bro, at any corporation, you're making <laughs> a corporation billions of billions of dollars. Hey. You're only getting a, a small smidgen of what you're making. So my God, question to you guys lying? is this. Ron, what's the name, Ron? If so I, I got, am I lying? I, Courtney, we conceded you win. We we conceded that. Can we move forward? You win. You the business guy, you win. Can I, ask y'all, <laughs> can I just ask y'all two questions day, about MMA fighting, actual no fights, we right? We're not going to convince you otherwise. So we're just going to leave it at that. No amount of new information is changing your mind. You there. We get it. You win. I want to know if any of y'all gave round three to Kevin Gaslam and me and Sunni's arguing about this forever and I'm still with Gray Maynard. Who do y'all think won between Gray Maynard 
and Frankie Edgar, too. So, if y'all can remember, I know it's a while, so if y'all got to come back to it, that's cool, but that's my fan question. What's the question? The first part. So the first question is, do y'all do y'all think, do either one of y'all think that Kevin Gasson run round three against no. Cannoneer? And the other question is, who do y'all think won Frankie Edgar versus Gray Maynard when it went to the distance? The first one? After, yeah, it's, it's, after Frankie got times, crushed. The, I mean, he got crushed the first two fights in the first round. That third one, he won. The third one, he knocked him out. So that first fight, right, who but, I think won, I thought that was a draw. Okay. I still think I Gray won draw, it. And, and I thought it was a draw because that first round was damn near 10-7, bro. That, that's a 10-7 in my opinion. But I also think that Frank won every round after that decisively. Another, I actually, I can't even say that because one of those rounds was pretty close too. So that's why I, I, I think if we're looking at it based on, on round by round, that it was a draw. If we're basing the whole the, the fight in its totality, Frankie won. I, I okay. So fight. I, I want to know what you think, Courtney. Fight though. I don't. That's an old fight. That was like a shit, man. It ten is. years ago. Bro, it's been a minute. Back in my head right now. I remember, I remember that, that was. Yesterday. I remember that was a really good fight though. And I want to say Frankie won that fight, but I remember. I mean, those three fights, so I don't remember all the details, but I remember those fights are really close, though. That last. Uh, so for the fans I, of the I, boisterous I think, boys, I think Frankie won that one. So for the fans of the boisterous boys, y'all, if y'all have some free time in y'all lives, go watch Frankie Gray Maynard one, and then if y'all get a chance, post in the comments who y'all think won. Because I'm riding with Gray Maynard. I don't think there's no way possible, even if it's questionable. Any of the rounds after you get crushed like that. Even if they're close, that means you have to give every round to Frankie, and I disagree because he got dropped in the third too. So I'm just saying it's been a while. I ain't watched it. I'm gonna go rewatch only, it for myself after coming on I'm... here and making this statement. But I still feel like Gray won that. But that's why I think Frankie's still in the UFC and he's considered a great. Now I have to get on my man head because he's still a king. You know, Sunni, I ride with you for eternity, and we're gonna burn out when the sun dies. But bro, you still owe BJ a apology, bro. You owe BJ an apology, bro. You can't hey, say I gotta, I gotta that being a champ is nothing, bro. You you can't do that. You can't do it. I'm not even gonna argue with you on that one. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> I got I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think BJ Penn is a legend? Uh I told Sunni this. BJ Penn was my third favorite fighter behind Rampage because Rampage is one for me. Um, Rampage is my favorite fighter of all time. And then it's John Jones. But we going to move past John Jones real quick because I don't want y'all to I get heated you. again. But um, Rampage is one. I feel bad. Now I feel <laughs> bad. I yelled at you. <laughs> did, did is John and then is BJ. Okay. One more question. But yes, to answer your question directly, yes, BJ is a legend. And by no way straight. Oh, go ahead. One more question for you. Yeah. Rampage Rampage is my favorite fighter as well, all time. Rampage mm -hmm. versus Forrest Griffin. Who won that fight? You know Rampage won it. We know why he got robbed. We know why he got robbed. I, I rewatch it all the time, and I try to watch it from a biased opposition. Like, I try to say, hey, I'm going to root for Forrest Griffin this fight. And I'm saying, okay, yeah, he hurt Rampage with the leg kicks. And I ain't watched this fight in a while. But I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah he hurt Rampage with the leg kicks. But other than that, he was running. And by running, I mean actively disengaging in striking opportunities that he should, he would have normally taken against any other fighter. So I how can that. I... I agree 100%. So, so if, if you're judging MMA by octagon control, how can you give him rounds when he's not controlling the octagon and he's actively avoiding striking exchanges. And I was never a pro fighter, but if ever I was in MMA, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm trying to slam you on your head. I don't want to get punched in the face at all, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, I wouldn't trade with rampage period. And that's why I respect the ax murderer because what he did to my man, 
I mean, he hurt my heart. Yeah, we but about that's that. not the point. We ain't focused on that. Of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, I I appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast, Ron. Love the discussion. Hopefully, we get to have you on again. Thank you. Um, you know, in person or you know, over the air, and uh, you know, hopefully, everybody listening to the podcast, y'all like this this other segment we doing. If you got any, you got any beef you want to handle. With me or Courtney, yeah. you can come on a podcast and get it to you. know what I'm saying? We, we hey, open, bring your EOD clippers because you know, you know, you know how Courtney get down. He gonna die on the hills, man. You could be right. You can give him all the evidence. <laughs> you can set him up. He's just like we finna blow up in here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you for coming on, man. That was a good discussion. We just having fun. We just talk shit. You know, like this is. Uh, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. Stuff, man. I hope y'all you know y'all mean, keep doing man. great things. Y'all know I'm going to tune in. And next time, I'm going to make sure I do something with my wig and have a, a, a Michael Parsons jersey because my man Sean Lee out of there. Cowboy Nation for life. And y'all keep doing the good work, man. All right, y'all. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. We'll catch you, though. Bet. Boisterous Boys Podcast, and we out.